One of the UK's most popular comedians is in New Zealand. Russell Howard is here to tour our country, starting in Dunedin tomorrow. But luckily, this time he won't have to pace around a hotel room while in MIQ. But maybe he missed the peace and quiet. Maybe not. Maybe he'll tell us now because he's here for a chat. Russell Howard, welcome. Hello, mate. Uh, I don't miss it. I went back there yesterday. Um just to retrace my steps, the oh. grand millennium. How was that? Yeah, pretty uh, triggering. Closure? Closure, yeah, imagine that. <laughs> but it was, yeah, it was this weird sort of mecca we went to, just, it was such a bizarre, I've got to admit, the way they looked after us was amazing. Like oh, we yeah. had a quiz, oh. so they would look, put a little quiz sheet underneath the uh, the door. And this is how funny you are as a people because the number one prize, if you got the quiz right, was an extra night stay at the hotel. No, it wasn't. Which is genius. <laughs> yeah. So we got quizzes. We got pineapple lumps. Oh, which yum. I thought, so it sounded like a disease, mm. but it turns out <laughs> it's quite a Moorish chocolate flavoured pineapple. And you initially go, oh, it's disgusting. And then after a couple of hours on your own with these things, you devour them. Well, top tip for you while you're here in New Zealand, freeze them. Really? And then have them. They're just that little bit more tasty. Kiwi ingenuity. You're oh, always thinking outside the box. We're very smart, we are. You're touring the country. Any bucket list things you'll be ticking off on this tour? Obviously, freezing your pineapple lumps will be one. Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> um, I want to freeze my lumps. What do I want to do? I wouldn't mind hanging out with Sam Neill again. That was joyous. Last time oh, I was here. Yes. I, I saw um, a picky of you guys sharing a vino. We got drunk uh, and we massaged a pig. And uh, we spoke about the Bayer Tapestry. It was like hanging out with like a village elder. He was incredible. So if I could hang out with Sam again. And he um, came to my show in Auckland and we had food afterwards. It was a joy. That sounds so, delightful. Yeah, doing gigs and hanging out with cool people is kind of, you know, I know a lot of people come here for the scenery. But mm. I'm, I'm all about the chat. Because it chat feels like there's a lot of madness here. And the pig massages. I want to know more about that. Well, um, I was allowed, uh, you know, the, the, I mean, the pig didn't sign anything, but uh, Sam said, do you want to massage the pig? So I said, yeah, in for a penny. And I started rubbing it and the noises suggested that the pig was really enjoying it. Oh. And I got to tell you, I was really into it. The, and I was working up quite a lot of friction. So my hands smelled incredible. Oh, There was a real sort of bacony oh. vibe to it. And... Um, it made me think if I ever found a second career, I think I could massage sunburnt truckers. Uh, okay. Do you know what I mean? Because what, that's what that pig felt like. Mm. It was like rubbing the belly of a man who's been on a motorway for eight hours. We are three minutes into this interview and we're talking about massaging men's bellies. Yeah. Uh, we will pivot. Uh, in the UK, your shows have a bit of a political element. How mm. hard is it to satirise politics at the moment? Um, well, British politics is proof that the cream can rise to the top, but turds can float there too. So it's it's pretty it's pretty easy, really. It's I, I like trying to get into the weeds of it all and trying to sort of figure out the stories behind the bigger stories. Sometimes, like Liz Truss, I don't even know this, but she was a, a prime minister for like a month, mm. and she cost us thirty three billion in forty four days, which is a bad that's a bad month. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It's a big month. <laughs> <laughs> but, but it's very rarely mentioned in the news, and yet we have all these kind of culture war stories. So I, f I always find it quite interesting juxtaposing the things that the media tell us to be furious about mm. versus the fact that, you know, this unelected moron had a dream. And it's uh, basically made our mortgages go up like from like £800 a month to 1200 And do you know what we did? We pay her money. She gets paid um, 150 
£1,000 every year for the rest of her life for doing a job that badly. She gets free flights or something, eh? I didn't even check that. Oh, look at you. So, you so I was looking at her salary and you're already looking into bonuses. <laughs> yeah. She probably just... gets free flights. I doubt she ever pays for a pedalo. Oh. Yeah, she's probably dragged around by various animals. Does bringing up like Liz Truss work in other countries or do you sort of cater it to the country you're in? Yeah, I try and cater it. I think, yeah, if I was in Lisbon talking about Liz Truss. Um, yeah, I think I'll have a read up and see what's what. I've just got to feel the lay of the land. That's it. And sort of, I think that's the great thing about sort of doing gigs in a, in a new place. You just get a feel for it. Do you know what I mean? It's mm. kind of, it's like talking politics in America. It's always, you know, you do it kind of gingerly. It's like stepping onto a frozen lake and you've got to see which bits. You're like, okay, that's interesting. And then yeah. you dive in or you hard yeah. pivot away. Uh, yeah, it totally. is the law that New Zealand journalists must ask international visitors such as yourself what they think of us. What do you think about the Kiwi comedy scene? Have you got any favourite performers? Oh, yeah. I love, I, well, I was very lucky. In 2002, I came here and I hung out with uh, Jermaine and Brett from the mm. Concords. So, yeah, we kind of did a little mini tour. And it's the first time I went to Rotorua was with those boys. Yeah, I, what, what I think of like Kiwi comedy as always being sort of inventive and warm and gentle is probably how I would say it. So you look at like Taika's films, they're always funny, like, but they've got a sort of surreal twist. So that's what I'd say. You just feel like a very a genty, gentle, funny, self-deprecating people is how I would describe it. I might be completely wrong. You might be absolute ball-breaking assholes, <laughs> but you don't seem that way. Do you know what I mean? You seem gentle. Are, are, are Kiwi audience easy to please? I think you're nice. Um, oh, that's kind. But no, they were, they were cool. We only had one. We did a gig in Nelson last year. That was the only one that was a bit peculiar. <laughs> but all the others were ace. But yeah, that one in Nelson was like, <laughs> do you know what I mean? I felt like a tap dancing poodle in a lift <laughs> full of people with blue rinses going, will this dog ever stop dancing? Um, yeah, it was an hour and a half of misery. Just oh, me. Are you going, are you going back to Nelson? <laughs> just someone kill that dog. Um, are you going back to Nelson? No, no. Oh, you just, just like, yeah, one, you're one it and just, done. It was so hard. Everywhere else was great, but it was, you know, I was pulling out all my magic tricks. And <laughs> nothing was <laughs> working. But you know, I don't know if you ever had that where you kind of, you know, you're so used to doing your job well and things going great everywhere. And then you suddenly rock up in one place. You're like, ta-da. And they're like, no. <laughs> oh, no, obviously. <laughs> so I'm it was great. such a great um, journalist and yeah, interview with it. That would never happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Newsable takes time and resources to produce. Please support our mahi and visit stuff.co.nz slash support. Uh, is there any particular spot in New Zealand you're most excited to perform? Um, well, kind of everywhere. I like Wellies, always good. Mm. Uh, yeah. Pro, like the, we're doing two shows in Auckland, which will be, and it'll be the end of the kind of tour here. Um, I'm looking forward to going to Hawke's Bay as well. Beautiful um, part of the country. I've, yeah, I've never been there before. And you know, clearly they've had a, a rough, rough time of it. So it kind of it always feels nice to go to a place and, you know, have a laugh. Mm, mm, Do you know what I mean? Mm. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to that. And uh, there was a place we went to last time called Mount Monganui. I Another think. beautiful part of the country. Yeah. Great pronunciation as well, by the way. Thank you. Yeah. Um, yeah, I was. I sort of, you feel a bit silly when you try it because you Taronga and you're like, no, it's Tauranga. And you've got to go for it. You but know, you're but I hung out with some some lads who taught me how to Manu and they were pretty good at helping me on pronunciation and stuff. And how was your Manu? My Manu wasn't great. <laughs> these I mean these specimens they were just huge and they were just leaping off. Yeah. And these massive kind of like this sort of 
marina. And mm. I was like, can I just go from the bottom? They're like, yeah, you can. It's not going to look great. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, and then one of them walked behind me, this huge fella. He walked behind me and I went, because I thought he was going to throw me in. <laughs> And I said, oh, and he was like, what's wrong? I said, oh, I just thought you were going to throw me in. He went, I would never do that. That's not the code. Oh, and oh. it was this, it was so beautiful because if that was England, it would have been a horrible little, <laughs> little weasel that looked like me just going, nah. So that's what I mean. You're a gentle people. Yeah. Um, but just quickly, you studied mm -hmm. economics at university. Did you even do anything with that degree? No. No. No, it's a pretty short answer. No, I just... Uh, I kind of wish I did every January when I look at my tax bills. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? I wish I knew what I was doing. <laughs> what but, the numbers mean. Yeah, it's always that thing of, it doesn't matter if you're sort of self-employed, everyone self-employed listening to this knows what it feels like. But that time that you press return every January when you're tax, it's just the worst feeling. It's just like, yeah. Is it like fingers? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's the only thing that I can compare it to. It's when you're doing your wild card in fantasy football oh, and you just have, you just make your choice. Yeah. And you're like, I'm, I'm bringing in, you know, I'm bringing in that team yeah. and you press return and you hope for the best. Are you into fantasy football? No, I don't, I'm not. I've, all, I've just oh. given it a go. It's wonderful. Is it? And it's, it's basically, it's where you, you know, you pick different players for each team. It's not like fantasy. It isn't like, you know, De Bruyne wearing a bra. It's kind of, <laughs> you know. Which we, Wildest in itself, dreams probably, football. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I just want to see, I want to see Haaland in a bath full of yogurt. It's a, it's a different game, mate. Um, we are talking butter chicken on the show today because there's a lawsuit in India oh, yeah. uh, that's been filed in the High Court of Delhi uh, where two restaurants are trying to settle once and for all who invented butter chicken. You're from the UK. Right. Uh, yeah. you know, people from the UK love a curry. I think you're from yeah. Bath, if I, my Wikipedia searches have Absolutely done me correct. justice. Yep. Bathians big curry eaters? Oh, everyone in the UK. It's, it's like, I mean, English food isn't amazing, but I think that is... I think British curries are the best mm. in the world. That's mm. the only, like, a, a proper Indian curry in the UK is something else. It's it's extraordinary, yeah. And I would always go, it's my deathbed meal, absolutely. Oh. So I'd go a chicken madras, I'd take four poppadoms, I'd have a pashwari naan, I'd oh. have, and my friend Kumar would have uh, chicken biryani and he'd have it with a dal. It's the best. I mean, we probably wouldn't be in the same cell together, but he's opposite me. So well, you don't know. To... They might let you have like a last wish or something as well. Yeah. Well, I asked my mum this. I was like, you know, death, death row meal, your last meal. You know, what would you eat? And my mum was like, well, what crime did I commit? And you're like, it doesn't matter. <laughs> what? It's not the question. Yeah, it's not the question. Just what? The well, what did I do? And so I was, like, oh no, you killed a pig with a hammer. Oh, did I? Oh lord. Um, I'll just have toast. I don't think I deserve anything for the way I behaved. So uh, that's what we were left with. I love yeah. that she needed a backstory. Yeah, I know. It's mad, isn't it? You're like, I'm just trying to fill time. Oh, God. And she was sort of <laughs> looking at herself in the mirror like she was this swine murderer. <laughs> but, um, but, yeah, curry. So what was the, So what are they doing in India? The, so, they're these, trying... the, the, so these two restaurants, yeah. uh, one has trademarked that they are the creator of the mm. butter chicken, okay. uh, but the other family restaurants say, nah, actually it was our grandfather. So they're trying to settle it once and for all. They've asked a judge to make a ruling on this. Have you ever felt so passionate or adamant about something you'd be willing to file a lawsuit? It's funny, isn't it, with food? Like, that that we sort of have these sort of, in Cornwall and Devon in the UK, they have this kind of battle between, you know, scones yeah. or scones. Um, and it's about whether or not you put the cream first. What do you, you do? Oh, I'm cream then jam. Thank you. Same. Yeah, I want it to look like um, yeah, a bleeding polar bear's anus. Oh, that's oh. <laughs> the only way. I'd switch the word. No, but that's the way it's. You yeah, know, sure. that's what you go into a bakery and you're like, 
You know how I like it. <laughs> Do you request that? I'd like the bleeding no, no. polar bears. No, I don't know why I said that. It's oh, hideous. I, I, I should have said I should have said jam in a snowstorm, but, yeah. which is play, more. Play, let's go for that. We'll yeah. go for it. It's all right. You can yeah. say it next time. Jam in a snowstorm. <laughs> to be serious, just for a sec, you're a household name, instantly recognisable figure in the UK. Presumably, you get recognised everywhere you go. Is there a pressure to be on all the time, and how do you you deal with that? Because that must be exhausting. I don't know. I quite like people and mm. I like having a chat. So it doesn't feel like, I, I just think it's funny. I had a brilliant one years ago. This is um, probably 2017, I guess. And some people, were, I was at a train station and people were just taking photos of me. And it just, they weren't even asking. It just felt a bit weird. They mm. were just like literally walking up to me and going click. And I, I was, I just felt a bit like, well, I'm going to have to say something here. And I was, you know, I said, can you just have a chat with me? Don't take a photo for mm. God's sake. And this bloke went, there is a Pokemon behind you, me. <laughs> and so, yeah, I just, I tend to shut up now. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, it was bleak. And I'd been really adamant. I was like, oh, yeah. no. So, yeah. You just humbling. Got, oh. Yeah, humbling. And also, I think it takes a lot of courage to go up to somebody and say, can I have a photo? Mm. Do you know what I mean? Mm. So, I think if someone's plucked up the courage to do it, it just feels a bit weird to kind of go, absolutely not. Mm. Do you know what I mean? If you want to take a photo of me, fine, I don't care. Mm. You know? Just have a have a have a chat. Uh, you yeah. also have a podcast. How would you yes. rate this experience that you've just had right now? And any advice to give me going forward? This is great. This, I loved it. Oh, I, I think so many TV interviews are so strange. Where the, it, it's this weird, like you couldn't talk about a polar bear's anus. If I did that on, <laughs> you know, t- you know, breakfast TV in New Zealand, it would be <laughs> crash like, to adverts. Shockers. Do you know what I mean? There'd be photos of David Attenborough in the papers and whatnot. <laughs> But I think podcasts are, this is how people talk. You know, it, it's kind of, it's got to be relaxed and authentic and you're brilliant. Oh. So we've just had a lovely random chat. Oh, yeah. And that's all people want to hear, isn't it? You want to just, if, you, if you've heard of me, you go, oh yeah, I'll listen to that. Yeah, he's all right. And that's it. Mm. You know, everyone's going to enjoy this. You've had a great chat, except for, like, if you're really into sort of, you know, animal conservation. Yeah, the polar bears This has been the worst. Say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The polar but, bears you know, and the pugs. I feel sorry for polar bears as well, randomly, because I read a story, and apparently this is true, but because of, and I don't know how, but apparently because of climate change, there's more plastic going in the ocean, which means that it's having an effect on the hormones of polar bears, and they're growing an extra set of testicles. And you can Google that, and apparently it's true, but, I mean, that is bad luck, you know, so you've now got to get... You've got to get four nuts in the coldest water in the world. <laughs> Imagine that. It's just, it's already bad with two. You're like, ah, ha, ah. And now you've got, ha, ah, ah. And now some English bloke is glaring at your anus going, that's how I like my cakes. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It's an awful life. Uh, their pineapple lumps are definitely frozen, yeah. aren't they? Russell Howard, thank you for talking. Russell's Pleasure. tour visits all the major centres and more before ending in Hawke's Bay, as we mentioned, on February 11. You can check out tickets. The full list of dates are at russell-howard.co.uk. If you liked listening to this pod, help us make more like this. Visit stuff.co.nz support. Kia ora, I'm Adam Blair. I played the great game of rugby league for the Storm, Tigers, Broncos and the Mighty Warriors. And I'm Goran Paladin, sports presenter and rugby league fanatic. I won a World Cup too. I played 51 tests for New Zealand. Yeah, he's a national treasure, people. Come on. 
Leary and I, we're joining forces for a brand new rugby league podcast called League of Our Own. Each week we talk Kiwis across the NRL and of course everything was. All the big names, the big stories. And some of my own stories too. Well, if we can make them fit. We'll make time. Okay. League of Our Own with Blairy and Goran. Debut ep dropping on Wednesday afternoon and every Wednesday after that. You can listen through stuff.co.nz or wherever you get your podcast. Proudly brought to you by Snap Rentals. Mate, your your stories are way too long, eh? Nah, we've got to take them on a journey. <laughs> oh, the journey. Yeah, of course. <laughs> <laughs>